friends this morning let me begin by helping you understand what you ought to know whether you know it or not whether you believe it or not the world is changing now don't be blind the world is changing and only those who can see the future can work in the reality of it the world is changing but thank God for the Spirit of God because we can see beyond the ordinary. Somebody say a light of your mind. So we began this place just talking about Christ. Because I believe that what men lacked was an understanding of who Christ is. And then the more we looked into him, we also began to see that that same Christ was the answer for all things somebody say a loud amen that it doesn't matter what i'm looking for in this world the bible says it this way that all things were created for him by him and through him that's what the scripture says all things in fact all things the bible says consist in him and so when i began to see that suddenly i realized that by looking at Christ, we can predict the future. <laughs> By looking at Christ, we can predict where the world is going to. And so I began to say some things that sounded off point to those who lack understanding. Listen, friends, they used to give us prophecies. They say this year there will be an air crash. They say this year there will be an earthquake. Those are not prophecies. Those are predictions. Listen to me carefully. Those are not prophecies. Those are predictions. You predict Arsenal and Man City is going to play. You predict that one person will win. Of course, automatically one person will win. Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton is doing an election, you predict that one person will win. Automatically, one person will win. That's not prophecy. That's prediction. Prophecy is to see life in the eyes of Christ. Somebody say, Amen. And then because you see Christ, remember, the future you are going, he's already in that future. Is that true? Because you can see him, you can see your future. And so we began to say things that should make men look up here, look up here this is how the world works everybody is following a path that leads to nowhere because you want to confirm you two will follow them onto that path until when you get to the end there is no way then they start to look for reasons why it's not working of course Satan or God is not answering or somebody they follow you but in the first place you are going to a path that has no exit this is why the greatest thing for you and i is to not follow man but to walk in the wisdom of god somebody say loud amen to walk what in the wisdom of god so that you can see beyond our five senses we are still talking about manifestation of the sons of god so as this message goes you will, still, you will now begin to understand that most of the words we are speaking here are prophetic words. Somebody say loud amen. And watch this, beloved. I don't have to shake to prophesy. 
I don't have to roll on the floor to prophesy. Men can see. I didn't know this about myself and God never told me this. All I was doing is just to explain Christ to people. And as he began to show me, everything that you're looking for is in him. Everything that you're looking for. There's nothing that you're looking for that you cannot find in him. For he rules all things. The Bible said all things consist in him. And so this morning, we are still dealing with our topic, Manifestation of the Sons of God. Somebody say, I am a son of God. Come and say like a minute, I am a son of God. And I will manifest. Let me say, I will manifest. No, if you are serious, say, I will manifest. Beloved, watch this. The world is waiting for the manifestations of what? The sons of God. They don't have answers to. They don't have answers. In fact, the more tough the thing look, look up here look up look up where we are different the more tough things get the more the sons of god will bring that light my work and your work is not to complain like everybody is to know because already we know where the end is listen to me carefully you're supposed to come to church and you get wise you're supposed to come to church you learn the how to think in the realm of god so that one man runs out of options and then you can look at problems and you see solutions you can look at what depresses men you see peace and so this morning let me do a little bit of a general summary of what we've been saying so far notice this we say that there are two kingdoms is that true the kingdom of man and the kingdom of what so if there are two kingdoms there are two realms right the realm of man and the realm of god there is the realm of the flesh which is the natural realm but then there's also the realm of the spirit and jesus says whatever and whoever is born of flesh is what flesh that means what man can give birth to is man don't forget they made the mistake of telling us that flesh is sin so when you have flesh you thought it's sin. It's sin because flesh is still under the nature of Adam. But it's not really an action. It's a nature. Right? So flesh is the natural existence. Flesh is what your five senses can calculate. But there's a realm that is far beyond our five senses. I hope you know that. And so when Jesus came, he came to bring down that realm that is beyond our five senses. He came to bring the realm of God. This is why the first words Jesus spoke was repent. The kingdom of God is what? At hand. At hand means is within reach. In other words, guys, come down. I'm going to die and I will rise in a short while and then God will be available to all men. That's what he meant. Remember he told them the kingdom of God is, the other translations will say the kingdom of God is near. This one said, the kingdom of God is within it, is at hand. That means I am here. And so, the life of Jesus was the life between the two realms. So we ought to live as Christ lived in the two realms. Meaning, you and I are physically present in the physical realm. But what controls us is the realm of the spirit. Is this making sense to anybody this morning? What controls you and I is not the physical limitation that we see. Because we are operating from the realm of God. So that is why when Jesus was about to multiply, 
small amount in fact the bible says small fish it's not medium fish it's not big fish small size fishes two of them and five loaves to feed five thousand the bible says he looked up the other translation say he gazed into the heavenly realms he was looking into that realm where there is always surplus when a man dies they say the man is dead jesus said no he's not dead he is what sleeping because in the natural realm the man is dead die i don't know whether that english is correct in the natural realm the man is dead as dead but in the supernatural realm where jesus was operating from he said no the guy is sleeping let us go so that we can wake him up and his disciple says okay if the man they sleep no no leave him and make him sleep well well you see the conflict between the supernatural realm and the natural realm when jesus said he's sleeping they interpreted it as natural sleep but the man was actually dead i hope you know that right and so watch this look up here when you start to see your language will start to change when you start to see what we are showing you your language will start to change let me jump myself this morning did you know that the language you speak controls your behavior do you know that look up here the language you speak controls your behavior how because the language you speak is the way you think and the way you think controls your behavior this will explain why people who come from a certain area may behave in a certain manner you see when we look into the realm of god we can see the correct answers the language you speak has a way of controlling your behavior because that is how you think you think in, look up here you are thinking in the within the frame of that language let me give you an example if i sleep now watch this if i sleep and fall what will i say i will say i sleep okay let's say i sleep i fall and i break my hand what will i say i will say i sleep i fall down i broke my hand look up here is that true hmm? that is not true you know why it's not true it's only a madman who will go to sleep i did not do it intentionally don't forget it was an accident look up here it was an accident i can only say i did it because as i preach here now i just intentionally decided to sleep decide to fall down and decide to break my hand but watch this when i rephrase it that way it makes me responsible for the accident but it was an accident is this confusing anybody me now watch this i cannot dress up this morning and come here to fall down does that make sense to anybody <laughs> i cannot fall, dress up this morning the plan say you know in, in the midst of the preaching today i will just sleep and then fall and then break my hand grace don't start with that now do you? but if it happens that's the way i say it look up here there are languages available that don't say like that i hope you know there are available languages when they translate that thing they don't say it that way 
Let me give you another example. I was talking to somebody yesterday and we were sharing this, so let me talk about it. For example, let's say that you are a wife who is at home. You are not working to bring him money, but you are at home. Your husband works. Right? When they ask you, what do you do? What do you say to them? You say, I'm not working. Is that true? Is that true? You say, I'm not working. In fact, some of them will say, I'm not doing anything. <laughs> but think, 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 think. Are you really not working? Eh? You are overworking more than the person who goes outside. Listen to me carefully. His own job, he can open and close. You are going to be close. Look up this. Look up here. When you quantify financially that work that you are doing, putting the house in order, making sure the children are okay, even making sure other self is okay, if you quantify them, you might be making more money than the man who goes outside. But when they ask you, I'm not doing anything, is that true? No, that's not true. Yes. But you see, but what? Look up here. If the man, look up here. If you are not around to do what you do, your husband will have to carry those children to work. Or he will have to pay money for somebody else to take care of those children. And how many of you know that nobody can take care of your children more than you do? When we quantify it financially, you are making too much money. Somebody say amen. So rather than all say, I am not working, I will only say, I am not working outside the house. That's a different thing. Or I work in the house. Does that make sense? One says the truth. The other one puts you in depression. What are you doing? I'm not doing anything. See? See the language? It puts you in depression. It makes you have a sense of worthlessness. Is that true? Like you are nothing. Like you are nobody. Until you the work. One of our friends. He has. I think five or six kids. Six kids. In the US. And he's always complaining. About the wife not doing anything. One day. I don't know what happened. They left the children for him. He told me. I almost killed those children. <laughs> he said, I almost killed those children. He said, I almost killed those children. This is what this woman has been dealing with. One day only. He said, I almost killed those children. Even the first daughter was asking. The last boy is Covenant. I think that's his name. The first daughter was asking, but why will daddy say he's going to kill Covenant? What did Covenant do to him? <laughs> Listen, friend. Listen, friend. This is why the more our eyes open in the realm of the spirit, then our language starts to change. The way you talk about yourself and the way you see your future, the way you describe your circumstance starts to change. Somebody say amen. That is your portion in the name of Jesus. Friends, this is where we are going to. Remember, we are supposed to be here physically, but our life is controlled in the realm of God. Where we are God. Somebody say loud, Amen.
watch this so this physical kingdom and the spiritual one which one is more real look up here if i ask you which one is more real you will say it's the physical one because that is the one that you see but the spiritual one is actually more real because it's eternal it does not change here nothing is permanent in that place listen it's an eternal realm in fact what happens in that realm controls what happens here but this is our challenge friends man looks at that which his five senses can see and then we are not controlled by that which our five senses can see they said they always do it like this you say you follow the go you see that is why we have to come to a reawakening all of a sudden you realize that no 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 no. i am not like everybody i'm not talking to anybody here this morning look i am not like everybody so the way i live my life the way I do, otherwise if you follow them look, look up here look up here you remember what i have told you over and over it doesn't matter how long you pray how long you fast it doesn't matter who lay hand lay leg it doesn't matter how many times you fall under the anointing if you make your choices like ordinary men you will get the result of ordinary men so what is God doing here to disconnect us so that when you see yourself you see yourself in the realm of the gods when you speak words the way you speak to your children starts to change the way you think about their future starts to change because you are no longer limited by your village environment you are no longer limited by what education says so man's problem has been that man has been conformed to this physical cosmos and so it's like a square we're running around with the same square over and over and that's what jesus was trying to demonstrate in all his miracles when there's no food he looks at them and said hey you have food to give them those disciples were perplexed what, what, what do you mean five loaves two fish how can we use it to feed five thousand people and then jesus is at a place tired they went to buy him food they were pitying him and they went to buy him food and the Bible said by the time they came back, Jesus was refreshed. They wondered if somebody else brought him food. And Jesus says, I have food that you know not of. Friends, you and I cannot be limited under this realm. Somebody say amen. Because whatever we lack here is available from where we come from. If we are born of God, we came from that realm. And that's why Jesus was never ever limited at any time. Because when he looks up, he looked into that realm. When he looked up, he looked into supply. When there's lack, he looked up and saw supply. And then so he begins to talk in the realm of what he's seeing, not what is happening. May that be your portion in the name of Jesus. If that's you say louder, amen. So what is the need of man, friends? Man needs to be. When I say man, I'm talking about us now. The need of man is that we need to be cultured now. To start to think and to start to see beyond this realm we need to start to think and to begin to function beyond this realm and god has left a window for us is the window of the mind that in our minds i think that's the greatest thing that we have in us in our minds we can st start to see better pictures clearer pictures 
the economic situation say that you are poor because you don't have money now in your bank account but in that eye you see something else different and when you make your choices and decisions you make it from this one not this one is that making sense to you man has been conditioned boxed into a particular realm and it doesn't matter which way you turn it up and down there's always limitations there's always lack so why do we have to struggle in lack when we have access to plenty let me give you an example of what i'm talking about you you, you people know i talk about this all the time when i say we are speaking concerning the future is that when you listen carefully you will receive insight on how to look at your tomorrow on how to plan the future of your children because right now you are not limited to what the eyes can see you can see something else and so if you have been coming to this church you have heard me say over and over that we must never limit the development of our children based on the educational system how many of you have heard me say that over and over because we are seeing beyond now I sent out a video this this uh, weekend where they are now suggesting what the future of education should look like when I saw it I laughed if you are listening to this church when you see it you too will laugh you know why because what they are saying is the future is what we are talking about now look up here they said that the future of education and, and I like these people they are not just talking they are already working on it they said that the future of education is to center on life not skills life because finally they have realized the truth you can train a man with the skills to be a medical doctor but it is who that man is that makes him a good or bad doctor watch that the man can have the skill have the degrees to be a medical doctor but what actually makes him succeed is who the man is and who the man is is a product of his mind the way the man thinks so this is what they are predicting that the future of education will center on four things number one wisdom somebody say wisdom let me hear you say wisdom and the health they said number four number three they said it will center around self-development capacity development that means you go to school and you learn how to develop your capacity not how to be told what to do but to develop your capacity that means that when your capacity is developed you will know what to do does that make sense number four they said the future of education will center on mindsets and they said the focus of it is on life here's what the service we have here on Thursdays what do we call it life clinic because listen friends listen to me carefully and I've been telling you this over and over if you listen to the content of what we say and what they are planning for the future is the same thing they are planning it for the future we did not start saying it now we've been saying this over the years have you had to say these things the sons of God ought to know what is to come. If I come here and predict to you, 
uh, this year earthquake will happen in Japan. What thing concern you? In the first place, they have scientists who can tell you exactly when it will happen. That's a prediction. We ought to be wise so that, listen to me carefully, so that we don't follow the world and go to a place that has no door. Then when we get to that place, we start to wrestle. No, it is better to avoid it in time. It's better to avoid it because but how are we getting here? Is the ability to think beyond these four words. I know this may apply to people in different ways. But this is the reality. We have to come to You have to. You see why? We have to instruct everybody by the spirit. Because you also have the same spirit of God. And in that spirit, you start to see your life far above anything that your physical eyes have seen. That's when it makes sense. Look up here. I've told you this many times. This is why the church of the New Testament is not meant to be a son. It's meant to be for sons. That means everybody is manifesting. Is that right? Everybody is manifesting because where I will go may be different from where you will go. The church of the New Testament is not one superstar. Where one man has a gift then everybody is following that's why the bible says we are supposed to raise you the work of the ministry is to develop you disciple disciple you to do your own work of ministry that tomorrow when you are a businessman look up here now you know how people do business here they said that okay let's use abuja for example there are two very popular amala locations somebody say amen Come down now, wait till they worry you. Don't forget to we operate in the two rooms. In this other room, we eat Hamala. In this other one, we walk in the spirit. Amen. So, because of those two stories, two successful stories, everywhere you go now, you see somebody of Hamala. As you see them now, so they go close. Look up. I don't have to fasten. I can tell you that this one will close down. Because they are a derivative from success that they don't know nothing about. So that's how people do business here. So there's no innovation. In fact, they will do it exactly the same way the other person was doing it. Start a fryer in front of this estate now. And then line starts to queue. First of all, the religious blind will say you are using human blood to fly the Akra. <laughs> they say, ordinary Akra. How can people be killed like this? There must be something. Don't forget, when the African man cannot explain something, he ascribes it to the gods. Don't forget. No, this doesn't make sense. Mm, it cannot be ordinary. And so, because they see the queue, in the next two weeks, in front of all these plazas, you start seeing people duplicating Akara. But watch this. This is why when we start to say that we are so blessed in Christ, friends, all we need to see is to understand how blessed we are. Because right now, as a businessman, all we have been saying about education can give you a clue. You go home and start thinking. What kind of services? Look up here. What kind of services? That's why I said I don't have to prophesy for you. A uh, business yet. No, 
but you can see beyond what they are not seeing because you are looking from another realm. When you go back and put your pen by your side, you start to think, if this is like this, that means a service like this will be good. I was saying to somebody, I was speaking at a leadership conference for women. And I said to them, why is everybody opening the same type of school? Everywhere. Doing the same thing, repeating the same thing, over and over the same thing. Meanwhile, there are lapses. There are lapses. There are other things that can challenge this one. Especially, look up here, and it looks like I'm turning this to a business meeting, but it's okay. Somebody say, Amen. Yes, yes, we ought to do it. Because look, look at this. Even the one we have is not working. It's not working. First of all, more than 90% of our university graduates don't get to study what they want. Is that true? Yeah. You want to study medicine. They give you psychology. You can't look the thing. You have sat at, you've been at home for three years. Ah, mm, instead of being at home, let me just take it. Uncle, that's a wrong path already. Let me just take it. Why is that? Why did you think like, look up here, why did you think like that? You are thinking according to how you have been conditioned based on the limitations. Because you are saying to yourself, what else will I do now? Instead of, so there's nothing else, look up, so there's nothing else to do. Meanwhile, you are firing in tongues seven hours a day. After you fire in tongues, finish. Waiting they control people when you speak in tongues is the same thing that is controlling you. Is this happening anybody? So, the manifestation of the sons of God is not only preachers alone. It's also innovative businessmen. Somebody say amen. Innovative businessmen. People who can, before you get there, what you are doing is what everybody is copying. But before they get there, you have, in fact, you have recovered all your money. If you want, you can close them for themselves. Maybe they don't. Why is that? The ability to see the future. The ability to think beyond the ordinary man. Now, I have said something. What is the way to get there? Somebody say the mind. Let me hear you say the mind. Romans chapter 12 verse 2. It's a scripture we know. But if you have, you put it up for me. Romans chapter 12 verse number 2. Stop imitating. Somebody say stop imitating. Louder, stop imitating. Is that a command? Yes, that's actually a command. That's that's actually a command. That's actually a command. Stop imitating. He said stop imitating. What is it that you're supposed to stop imitating? Did you know when they told us in church, don't do like the world? You know what they were talking? Hmm? Don't dress like them. Hmm? So, we have holy dressing. But even on, you wear holy dressing, but inside of you, you are the same thing like them. <laughs> Don't be like the world. Don't wear makeup. Don't wear makeup. Mm, no, makeup. Makeup is for the world. Don't wear makeup. Okay, we agree. You wash all your face. You may put anything. But inside of you, you are still like them. If you are like them, you will eventually do like them. Simple. The makeup, no, they do anything. The dress, no, they change your inside. 
The Bible says, What should we stop imitating? Their ideas and their opinions. Question I ask everybody when you make a choice, where are you making the choice from? Is it from their own or from who we are in Christ? Yes, friends, look, that's why every Sunday, whether it's Thursday or Sunday, we are trying to get you to put your mind from MTN, local one, to the spiritual one. So that your ideas comes from the realm of God. And he has given us the mind. That's why the Bible says, watch this, stop imitating the ideas and the opinions. Have I told you here that these ideas and opinions can even be good? It's not, it didn't say bad ideas. They can be good ideas. But as good as they are, how many of you know that if it is still within the flesh, it has limitations? So this is why he says, stop imitating the ideas, opinions of the culture around you, but be inwardly what? By the Holy Spirit. Through, through what? A total reformation of how your mind works. When that translation says, allow God to change you into a new person by changing the way you think. If you think like men, you will do like men. If you think like God, you will do like God. Is that simple enough? So what we are trying, trust and the Holy Spirit is doing in us, is to get us to think in a different realm. That is not what they told us that is pushing us. He says, this change, this transformation will empower you to discern God's will. So that means, if you think like them, you will not discern God's will. Does that make sense? Because look up here because the way man thinks is not the way god thinks god says my thoughts are higher than your thoughts he said as the heaven is higher than the earth so are my thoughts higher than your thoughts so if what controls me is the ideas and opinions of the culture around me that means i can walk away from the will of god watch this we used to go to the mountain to go and look for the will of god and I was explaining this to somebody. When you want to make a decision, you put two of them side by side. Tum -bum, tum -bum. Which one is God? God, should I go left or should I go right? And that's when people will go to fast. Right? They want to fast and pray long prayers because they are believing that in doing it, God will show them well. And sometimes it works. It works. But you see, that's a technique. And God is faithful. How many of you know that a lot of people have also made wrong decisions based on that? Because when they finish that fasting and praying, whatever came to them, they say is the answer. There are people who are stuck into terrible marriages today because of what I'm telling you. They went and asked the God, these 14 days you must give me a husband. When they finished and came out, the first Joe that came smiling, they say God has answered. In fact, as you are looking at that guy's head, the spirit of God in you is telling you something is not right. You will suppress it. You will suppress it. Why are you suppressing it? Because you have you believe in the fasting and the long prayers. I was telling somebody, look up here. Our relationship with God is not tum bum tum bum left or right. No, is that before you get there, you know what to do. Because you are thinking in line. Remember, God, look up here. 
God is not outside. You are here. No, we are one. The Bible said, whoever is joined with the Lord is one spirit with him. So we are not going to confer with God. We are learning how to align our thoughts properly with him. So that the way he thinks is the way we think. The Bible says, this will empower you to discern God's will. I love this last line. Watch what it says. As you live a beautiful life. Somebody say amen. Beautiful life is our portion in the name of Jesus. Now, it makes sense to you. Now, when I say that suffering and pepper is not the will of God for us. When I say it, people think like, oh no, you are trying to sugarcoat this. No. The Bible didn't say you will live a terrible life. For it says that you will design the will of God as you live a beautiful life. Somebody say beautiful life. Let me hear you confess. It is my portion. Louder in the name of Jesus. Watch this. Satisfying and perfect in his eyes. That means you and I, as we walk in accordance to his will, not what the school system told us, not what our community told us, not what our culture told us, not what our politicians told us, but by who we are in him. That means we have aligned ourselves with his will. We are now walking step in step with him. That is why it looked like Jesus had answers for everything. Because he was thinking above their realm. And look up here. Let me just give you this as a prophecy. As we look up here. As, as we start to walk in line with this. If you follow through. Some of you will develop gifts that is not common. will develop gifts and start to walk in some realms. Look up here. Before Jesus walked on the water, had anybody walked on the water before? No. Now, even science, look up here, is saying that belief can change your biology. That belief and change your biology. I don't pay too much attention. I have pastors that are friends of mine. I have pastors that I listen to. But I spend my time more outside of the church realm because I know that some of the things God is doing, it is going to be difficult for religious man to catch it. But God is interested in unveiling himself to the world. So he walks through people who are not even inside the church. I know it's difficult for people to believe, but it's true. He has done it before. There's a hidden king called Cyrus. He was not, he was a hidden king. In fact, his name was mentioned in the prophecy concerning Christ, but he was a hidden king. In fact, the dream that details the end of the age was not given to a prophet, it was given to King Nebuchadnezzar. Is that true? A hidden king. The Bible said, Watch this, watch this, watch this. Why was the dream given to him? The Bible said, when he sat down to sleep, when he put his head on the pillow, listen to this, he began to think about what is to come. So his thought was not on what is happening. His thought was on what is to come. And then the, the dream came. God began to show him. So in the realm of his thoughts, he was thinking above what was natural. And God began to see him. Now, this is what God did. God gave him the dream. But did not give him the understanding. So, we have to go and get a Daniel. Who is a son of God. They say, oh king, 
that account was so funny that when the guy woke up he called the magician say i've had a dream tell me the interpretation they said oh king please tell us the dream and we'll tell you the interpretation the king said no you are not going to catch me this time because if i tell you the dream you will go to your reference book of dreams and look for interpretation this time around if you have power you will tell me the dream and tell me the interpretation wisdom <laughs> They said, King, what you have asked, nobody has asked before. Why is he asking for something that nobody has asked before? Because he's seen what nobody has seen before. Listen, friends, you can see, look up here. I used to worry. Why is it that God will come to church and bless one man and skip another man or bless another man and skip another man? No, that's not true. God is not a respecter of persons. How many of you know that? Everybody under the sound of my voice can do this. If you have a mind, you can sit down and begin to think in the God level. And what is it that you need? The world that is coming. Watch this. What is the starting point? First of all, give me Romans chapter 8, verse 5. Let me show you something. And then I'll begin to round off. 8, Romans chapter 8, verse number 5. Watch this. Those who are motivated by the flesh. What did I tell you flesh is? This one. Five senses. Those who are motivated by the flesh, they only pursue what benefits themselves. The man, the king, was not thinking what benefits him. He was thinking what is going to come. Even though it might end up being your benefit, but remember, the realm of God is the realm of love. Somebody say amen. So, watch this. In fact, why do we behave the way we behave? Because everything around us is about us. So, if you have 10 naira, you calculate your 10 naira. In fact, you budget, 10 naira is what you have, but you make your budget. By the time you calculate everything you need, it's 14 naira. Now, you go to be looking for who to get the 4 naira from to complete your 14 naira. Why is that? Because your eyes is on yourself. And that's not the realm of God, friends. I was teaching here last week and I was telling them, look, do we give because of who we are or because of what we have? That's the question. Remember, the work of God is to fix the man. I don't want to go into that. Let me get back to what I'm saying. Because that's not my message. Those who are motivated by the natural environment, if I were to write a Bible translation, Anywhere I see this flesh, I will change it to natural environment. Flesh is the Adamic nature, the human nature. They pursue what benefits themselves. Those who go to business just to survive, have you noticed that the businesses barely grow? Look up here. Have you noticed that businesses barely grow? Because they look because the goal of the business is may I just chop so as long as you are getting something to chop the thoughts that grow businesses beyond you cannot be there because the reason you went into the business self is just to eat but those who live by the impulses of the Holy Spirit are motivated to pursue what spiritual reality somebody says spiritual that means what you are pursuing is now in the realm of god that means what you are pursuing 
Look up here. The more you think in this realm, the more you are fellowshipping with God. It's like a fellowship. And the more your mind begins to conceive things that are new and creative. Because the Bible says, listen to this, the impulses of the spirit, I told you already, there are two realms, the realm of the flesh and the realm of the spirit. Those who follow the realm of the spirit, I will tell you what the end is. And the Bible says here, those who are moved by the impulses, that means what moves them is not what they see in their physical environment, but it's what the spirit inside is saying. That's what moves them. Now, watch this. So, what they pursue is spiritual realities. That means they are looking into the realm of the spirit to make it manifest. That you get tired of people being sick. You get tired of sickness. See, the gospel that made it look like God is all about what I will eat, what I will dress, what I will drive. I used to tell you that that was destructive. Now you can understand it better because it's very limiting. You get tired of people getting sick. That you start to look up to God. You start to look into the realm of God. You get tired of people getting sick. That you start to look into the realms of the spirit. And then suddenly you have an understanding. Suddenly you have an impartation. Remember what I told you? If you follow this path, we start to manifest gifts that have never been seen before. Somebody say amen. Because now you are downloading from the realm of God. You get tired of people being poor. See? It's not you. It's not God give me banana. God give me granite. No. You are now, listen to me carefully, you are now walking in the realm of God. You get tired of people being poor. The reason I know that no matter how it goes, I must have to build a school. Somebody say amen. It's because I am frustrated by how our children are conditioned at that early age. We have to show them there's an alternative. Look up here. What I'm telling you, your government has no idea what I'm talking about. When they talk about to improve education, what, they, what do they think about? To build new houses. They say this governor is investing in education. He's building new classrooms. They have no idea what we are talking about. Is it the teachers that is not being paid that will go and start thinking what we are thinking? No, they want to go and sign up and then go to sell a decision somewhere. When you get tired, and that's what we must manifest. Somebody say loud amen. When you get tired of some certain things, and then you are not listen to me, your tiredness does not weigh you down, but you start to look for answers in the realm of God. Because where there's no answer here, there's an answer there. Where there's limitation here, there's abundance there. What man cannot do, God can do. Is that true? And so suddenly you start to develop a passion and interest in something. And the more you walk in that realm, the more God leads you hand by hand. Men may not understand your ideas because they were not there when they were conceived. Because your idea is not of this world. Your idea is coming from somewhere. Watch this. Next line. 
please next slide give me next slide for the mindset of the flesh the natural environment is what death the mindset that is set on the flesh the end point is death because this world is an adam everything that has to do with adam leads to death and what this means is simple there's nothing physical that does not have an expiring date that's what this means so if our mind is only focused on this where it ends is what in death but you and i can create concepts that will live generations after generations somebody say loud amen and that is your portion in the name of jesus if that is you say loud amen we need to raise people who can bring down heavenly realities on earth that's why I hate religion. That's why I preach against religion. That's why I want you to run away from religion. Because the revelation of Christ is the end of religion. We are in a relationship. The mindset of. Notice this. It says the mindset of. Notice the English. The mindset of. That means the mindset that works off. What controls that mindset is the natural things. It says the end is the result. But. Somebody say but. Watch this. The mindset controlled by the spirit finds what? Somebody say life. Let me hear you say life. This life is the sovereign life of God, which is the creative life of God. The mind that works in the realm of the spirit finds lives, develop lives. This life is eternal life. This life is a never-ending life of God. As if it was not good enough, he added and peace. And this peace is shalom. Nothing missing nothing broken wholeness so have you seen that listen it's not about what God has not done it's what we don't know no wonder the scripture says my people perish for lack of knowledge it's not that they don't have knowledge but the knowledge they have is the natural one now we ought to walk in the knowledge of the spirit let me hear you say loud amen and that is your portion in the name of Jesus life is your portion in Jesus name and you will express this peace in the name of Jesus. That means peace, shalom, nothing missing, nothing broken, everything wholeness. Now, pay close attention. This is where it starts. How do you start this life? How do you start? First of all, you have to listen to me carefully. This is why you see every Sunday morning by nine, we start to talk about what is born again, what is this. The starting point that day when you realize, watch this, that if you are in Christ, you are a new creation. That's the starting point. That day, 2 Corinthians chapter 2, chapter 5, verse number 17, if I recall, the day you realize what it means that you are born again, the day you realize that to be born again is that, look up here, is that you, be, listen, Christ came to start a new race. And to be born again is to belong to that new race. The limitations that is in Adam no longer applies in this race. Friend, that's where the beginning starts. Now, when you realize that you are a new creation, that means your mind needs to up, you need to work differently. This is what the Bible says now. If anyone is enfolded, and don't forget, enfolded means wrapped together in Christ. He has become what? An entirely new person. This 
new person is no longer subject only to the natural environment because this person is born of the spirit and that's why jesus says whatever and whoever is born of the spirit is what spirit this new person is born not out of human race but out of christ's race this person is no longer a look up here this person is no longer a human being this person is a god being somebody say amen that person is a god being because god can only give birth to gods that person is now a god being it's a new person if god if god now my papa i am like him simple you see it starts from how we see ourselves i was explaining to them this morning faith is supposed to change us and then we change things faith is supposed to change us by faith we acknowledge that even though you are still the same age as you were but right now inside of you in your spirit you are a new creation you have translated from adam to christ you have been translated from darkness to light you have been translated from limitations to surplus you have been translated from this human environment into the god realm and you're a new person once this registers listen to me i'm not saying about knowing the bible verse i'm talking about the day it becomes your reality suddenly you realize i'm a new creation all things have passed away and behold all things are new that means if they said i could not do it before now i'm going to look at it a second time because now i know i'm a different person the things that stop me here does not have power to stop me here because i failed here does not mean that i can fail here you see it comes from the inside that's where it comes from and that will be your reality in the name of jesus have you been blessed today